Well, hello everybody. It's take two on an episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is JD. <laughs> Who's here with me? It's Michelle again. <laughs> it's Michelle always and again. See what happened? And again. <laughs> is we were recording the episode and then for the very first time ever I started hearing things going bump in the night while we were recording this podcast about things that go bump in the night. And uh, I kind of freaked out for just a minute, and we had to go find out what it is. Nothing. It's just my housemate coming home. I should have known. <laughs> I appreciate I'm a that you're cat so in the real world. <laughs> you're so brutally honest <laughs> that you're like, let's do another take. We'll start it off right, and then you're like, you guys, you won't believe what happened. Right. <laughs> we just have to tell <laughs> them if we record things again. Oh, of course. We screw up. <laughs> We're just like, oh gotta, man. Gotta keep it real, right? And thankfully, yeah, we only made it, it real. We we only made it about three minutes into the first record before things started going bump. So and this is anyway. going to be a better version anyway. So right, Michelle. I yeah. think when we tried this the first time, I said, hey, mm-hmm. why don't you tell people if this is their first time tuning in what this show is all about. Okay, yeah, I'll tell them again, but they don't know that I'm doing that. Uh, hello, hi, welcome. We watch Shudder. Shudder is a horror and horror-adjacent streaming service, and they re- release uh, shows and movies that mm-hmm. fall under that umbrella. And we watch them, and they put out Shudder. Shudder. <laughs> I keep calling it Shudder. Oh, I don't know why I'm Freudian slipping that. But anyway, oh. they put out exclusives and originals pretty much every week sometimes twice a week and we hang out and we talk about them because we were gonna talk about them anyway may as well record it and see if anybody else wants to hear it feed our egos (laughs) hungry i could really go for a good ego right about now Uh, okay, what oh, no. movie are we talking st- about today? I, I, I do want to throw in a quick aside. Oh. I'm starting to think that maybe waiting until the very end of the day to record these might actually be a good thing. Because, we, man, we've been getting weird. We've been, <laughs> we've been having to I record mean, these much all... later in the evening than we <laughs> usually do for a lot of reasons. And don't, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand. We've always been a little weird. But man, I was going to we, say, we're always weird. <laughs> we, uh, we've been getting weird up here in we the have... evenings. We have less need to hone it in and rein it back we're like it's 11 o'clock on a friday let's get crazy right enough people have told us hey you guys are funny and weird that it's already gone to our heads and we just feel like we can do whatever we want but we should probably get to business michelle what's the movie we're talking about today the movie is called the apology you know how I know this take is better than that first take was going to be is because we are just now getting to as far into this take as we were into that take, and we haven't even talked about the movie yet, and we had already gotten to the descripty script on that one. You remember when I said descripty script a couple of weeks ago? That was fun. I'm going to keep that up. Um, <laughs> uh, but is it better if we won't have rambling for another minute? That's up to the listeners to decide. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whether or not it is better for them is irrelevant. We're going to keep doing it because that's yeah. who we are. Anyway, we should probably. <laughs> do you want to uh, read the description from the Shutter website? No, because no, the Shutter description why? is. It gives away too much information. Yeah. I went into this blind. I think more people would want to go into this blind. This is yeah. too much descriptive script. So then we went to IMDb, and that, in a different way, was too spoilery. Combined, yeah. you get too much information about this film. So my recap for you instead, off the top of my head, Anna Gunn, 
from Breaking Bad, this does, has nothing to do with Breaking Bad. It's not part of the timeline. She is friends with Janine Garofalo from Mystery Men. And they're hanging out. And Anna Gunn is getting ready to host Christmas for the first time ever. And then that goes a little bit off the rails. Yeah, things go a little wonky for, for old Skylar White there. And uh, her name's Darlene in the movie. It's not. How does Anna Gunn matter. keep getting these weird. She's a Skylar and she's a Darlene. Anyway, The Apology is the movie we're talking about today. Before we dig into the spoilers, then, Michelle, do you want to at least mm-hmm. give folks your, uh, your overall uh, basic impression and score on this movie? Absolutely. So, my impression is. Merry Christmas. It's Shudder. We got you a gift for Christmas and it is mental anguish. We hope you (laughs) like it. Uh, There's some stuff that worked really well for me in this movie and there's some stuff that I am actively upset about. But I am, I liked certain parts so much that I'm going with a 4.25. Oh, wow. Okay. 4.25 skulls for Michelle. Uh, my take on this movie is uh, I, I'm similar to you. There are things about it that I really enjoyed, things about it that didn't quite work for me. Uh, I think I would say uh, for those of you uh, who are uh, real into horror movies, this one definitely falls more in the mystery thriller with a little bit of violence kind of sphere. Like, uh, weirdly, a movie I was reminded of is a movie called Prisoners, if you've ever seen that. But yeah, more of a thriller than a horror film. Uh, but, uh, overall, uh, I, I enjoyed it enough. Uh, it didn't blow me away by any means. I'm going to go three and a half skulls. Sounds good to me. So 4.25 plus 3.5 divided by two gives us 3.875 skulls out of five for the apology, which is not too bad. I think there's enough here that I found redeeming that I would recommend it for other people Definitely. but there were some things that I just oh, I, I want to talk about because I, I have some things to say Sure, which sure. is good because we have a podcast and right. if I just showed up with nothing to say <laughs> like I sometimes do then it just winds up being you ranting for 10 minutes <laughs> hey at least I'm good at that uh, no anyway, it's good you fill the time <laughs> for sure so guys if you uh, if you want to see the movie before we talk about it in detail and spoil a bunch of stuff uh, you're going to want to do that. Uh, you'll hit that pause button. Uh, make sure you come back after you hit the pause button and watch the movie, but you'll want to do that right about when, Michelle? Right now! <laughs> All right, so uh, spoilers uh, then. This is where we're digging into the movie, Michelle. Um, yeah, we should recap you, the story for people yeah, who so just the, hang the out movie, and to us. Yeah, so... Uh, Anna Gunn and Janine Garofalo are hanging out at Anna Gunn's house. Uh, they're they're getting prepared for uh, a Christmas party that Anna Gunn is hosting the next day, uh, and uh, they you know they're just being friends and chit chatting, and then uh, she talks about uploading some sort of video to the internet, and you find out that uh, from that video that uh, apparently her daughter disappeared like nearly twenty years ago. And so that's the little thing they throw in there. And then Janine Garofalo goes home, and it's just Anna Gunn in the house by herself. And then in the middle of a winter storm, they knock on her door. And who is it, Michelle? Linus Roach from Law & Order. <laughs> it is Linus Roach. <laughs> dun, dun. Uh, the, character, uh, uh, the character, why can I not remember the guy's name? I know Anna Gunn's character was Darlene. I know Janine Garofalo was, uh, was Gretchen. Jack! And, 
Jack. That was his name. Which That's makes sense because he is remember. a jack off. <laughs> yeah, he's a jackass for sure. Yep. Uh, but uh, so out of nowhere, like her, who she, her estranged uh, uh, brother-in-law, Former ex-brother-in-law, brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just shows up. She hasn't seen him in like 18, 20 years. He's talking about how he wants to uh, surprise everybody for Christmas uh, and and see his kids who he hasn't seen. Surprise! In, in... It's your ex husband. Yeah, aren't just you out happy? Of Her what? sister would be thrilled. <laughs> so happy. Yeah, and uh, but as it turns out, uh, he is actually there for much more nefarious reasons. Uh, because as it turns out, uh, he in fact is the reason that. Darlene's daughter has been missing for the last 20 years. He, in fact, confesses to killing her. And, oh, man, then this movie just kind of kind of does its thing. <laughs> yeah, yep. It becomes a, a very interesting sort of cat and mouse back and forth. Uh, Michelle, I think that pretty much covers the basics of, of what happens in the movie. Yeah, uh, and I can mu- get into it. Yeah, the you rest had a much more positive reaction to this yeah. than I did. I didn't hate it, but you liked it more mm-hmm. than I did. Take some time, sell this movie to people, tell them what you really loved about it. Well, I don't have to sell it to them because they can watch it for free on the Shutter website for only like five ninety nine a month or Michelle. something. <laughs> Okay, anyway, the apology. So this dude claims he is there to make the apology, and he is very bad at that. He never took a class on how to actually sound sorry about anything because he's a bad dude. Um. Okay, so he is talking to her, and the thing that I really loved about this movie was the first half hour, which I went and read reviews because I always get curious about what people who don't like a movie or if they do and I didn't, like what the opposite reaction was. And people said nothing happened in the first half hour. If you're expecting a horror movie, that is true. If you were expecting incredible character development and tension that is not true that first half hour did a thing that I love and that I don't see enough in movies and I was so thrilled that it was happening in this one until it stopped doing it where everything that is happening basically is happening in real time without the added extra sounds to tell you how to feel about it, extra cameras zooming in or out to tell you what to focus on. I like to say that if a movie could take a scene, put it on a theater stage and be exactly the same way with just the exact same runtime, everything, then that is a very, very special quality that I don't see enough and I love it. So I was very thrilled when this was doing that for a while. It was very simple. It was uh, it was uh, like requiring them to, what's the word I'm looking for? Like their acting skills had to hold this together, you yeah. know, and yeah. convey everything because they weren't doing special camera work to give you any indication or anything yeah Um, this is uh just to 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 reinforce that point i absolutely Mm -hmm. agree with you if you are a person who likes watching actors act this uh, the first half hour of this is really really well done uh, it's mm-hmm. exactly what you said. You know, there's, there's, I, I mean, there's no background sound. I mean, there's atmospheric sound, right? Like you hear the weather outside and that sort of yeah. thing. Yep. But, uh, but there's no, there's no score happening. There's no really arch, uh, uh, anything happening. And these are two incredibly talented actors 
who have a lot of weight to carry in that first half hour because I think what's unfair about all those people saying that nothing happens is there's a shit pile of stuff that happens in that first half hour. You just don't understand what happened until you get to the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that, I just, watching that first half hour, I was like, oh God, is this going to be a five skull movie? Because I love that <laughs> so much. There is a, a play from our local theater B that completely destroyed me called Blackbird. Uh, Crystal Cassette's performance in that is one of the best live theatrical performances I have ever seen and this felt reminiscent of that where it's the tension between two people discussing a sexual assault and all you have to go on is their discussion and coming out with the truth and he was so like I don't know if he was deliberately manipulative or if he truly believed what he was saying but the way he's trying to convince her of how things happen like her daughter kissed him back and all this stuff is just it it's horrifying in just the context of what's going on it's really upsetting I was so drawn in and I was like you know it's not much of a horror movie right now but I don't care I feel so much right. more uncomfortable than a lot of horror movies make me feel but then after a while he gets locked in the basement and we have this loud music and it starts to become this thing of them physically fighting each other and then Janine Garofalo shows up for no apparent reason and I love Janine Garofalo but I don't think she should have been there I Whoa. think she took away some of what was happening we can there, we can debate that. I yeah, think there we can was debate at it. least an apparent reason why she was there. She thought she had heard gunshots, so she went to see what was going on. Yes, I'm saying that I know why she was there because I watched the movie, but I don't know why the writer said we need to bring Jimmy. Oh, okay, back. I, I see. You're, you're yeah. thinking on a in a more metal level. I gotcha. Yeah, for yeah. a minute I was like, Michelle, what are you talking about? I, I can tell you exactly how she ended up going back to yes. the house. It, it wasn't like they opened a closet and they're like Janine, and she's like, I've right. been here the whole <laughs> she time. Was just there, surprise. Yeah, no, I think okay. I think her reemergence into the story really detracted from what was going on and the tension between those two. And I can see why they probably thought it was a good move, but I thought this movie was carried so well when it was just Linus Roach and Anna Gunn that mm -hmm. I'm disappointed that didn't carry throughout. I felt it kind of took away from Anna's vengeance because then she has Janine there to kind of like like tell her not to but like it's kind of it's kind of the revenge story that we all wanted but i just i don't know why janine had to be there to like give her opinion i guess yeah um yeah. I, and i interestingly uh just listening to you you describe that uh i i think uh our reactions to this movie are actually very similar it's just maybe uh, the parts that didn't work for me took a little bit more from it. Because uh, I agree with you. The best parts of this movie are when it's just Anna Gunn and Linus Roach as Darlene and Jack just playing off of each other, having these... In, like even after Janine Garofalo's character Gretchen comes back, like that whole sequence where they're all sitting or they're sitting with him tied on the bed, and she makes him go through that story mm -hmm. and and just pulls like even that like when they when they came back to those moments, it was great, but it seemed like they almost felt compelled to put in these sort of action thriller type of sequences where it becomes kind of violent for a little while uh, and that sort of thing. And 
while those were well done, they it, it seemed I I weirdly enough I would have rather this not go to those places like you did. I was so caught up in the character uh, work that they were doing, uh, which is honestly really rare for me. I, I usually need uh, a, a little bit more plot, but these were incredible performances. Um, mm -hmm. One of the big things, though, that I that took a lot more away from this for me, which again ties into the fact that I'm, I'm a little bit more plot-driven, uh, is uh, I found this movie to be incredibly predictable. Uh, I didn't. Uh, uh, I didn't go in knowing anything at all about it. I hadn't watched a trailer. I hadn't read a single word. I knew it was a movie called The Apology, uh, and there's a scene uh, where uh, when, when they finally get into the house and start talking a little bit more about their their lives and things, uh, there's that sequence where he's like standing in front of this this awards or trophy case, uh, and. I don't remember exactly what he said, but there was a moment there, and it's only about 15 minutes into the movie, and I was like, oh, this is the guy who killed her daughter, <laughs> right? Like, I, I saw mm -hmm. that whole part coming. Uh, I, I At no point did I expect her to actually kill him uh, by the end of this. I was like, mm -hmm. that's very obviously where this is going. Uh, I, I predicted the recording of the, uh, of the, the conversation on the cassette player because they made such a point of drawing attention to that cassette player earlier in the film. Uh, and so I I wasn't able to wrap my head around or, or really get drawn in by the plot as so far as like a thriller mystery because I saw it all coming. Yeah. I, I know exactly how to sum up what I found disappointing about this movie. Part of what I gave or why I gave it such a high score is for the full hour and a half, not all of it is a winning thing. But that first half hour and the mm -hmm. ending discussion between those two are yep. so phenomenal that I want to give it a better score um, because I think more people should watch it and appreciate what's going on. But again, like I think the genre, it's not really horror. It is kind of thriller, like thriller drama yeah. in a way. Um, so people need to be prepared for that. But what I realized to sum up my thoughts is that for the first half hour I thought this was going to be a pretty not completely unique but a pretty rare thing that we see happening in movies where it is about just two characters interacting um, and I was expecting something very special and then they just took that away and that's yeah. why I was like oh come on like I was so into that part and maybe if they had just like made it a 40 minute movie of just like their interactions and yeah, nothing sure. else if this had just been a shorter film because maybe that's what they added in there because they're like I don't have enough to fill an hour and a half of discussion um, but those were the best parts of the movie by far and then you can just kind of skip everything that happens in between. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think, um, uh, like I said, especially if you are a fan of watching actors act, like, they both bring so much gravity to this. Frankly, uh, a little bit more gravity than I would expect from a movie like this. It was really, really well done. And also, uh, we've kind of skirted around it, but we haven't pointed out specifically, aside from about five minutes at the beginning where Janine Garofalo is there, and then uh, maybe about 15 minutes at the end where Janine Garofalo comes back, uh, it is just the two of them 
for the entire film. Uh, and there is some some heavy stuff that goes on here. There, uh, Like you said, I uh, there were times where I was like, okay, is this guy manipulating her for something? Does he actually feel this way? And I really appreciated how like how real that experience has to be, right? For people who do uh, get that chance to speak with somebody who has wronged them in this way. That's not even the right way to say it. It's so much beyond <laughs> wronged. But uh, just like that's got to be a real complicated. And then, then you're like, like, does he even know? Like, is he just such a fucking mess of a human being not saying that that excuses anything uh, but is that part of that and at one point I even got to a place where I was like is there something wrong with this guy and he just wants her to kill him and he's making this whole story up I wondered that too there is so yeah. much complexity to that yeah. character and the dialogue was all over the place because his yeah. thoughts were kind of all over the place yeah. it was Oh, I loved it Even, so much. He was real emotionally <laughs> scattered at the beginning. Mm -hmm. He has that real aggressive sort of like forcing her to talk about it thing. And then he like they move go to the kitchen to make the tea and he just starts crying for no reason. And it's mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there was uh, again, I'm not usually this is not really the kind of thing I usually go for, but which I think. Uh, at least in my little bit of ego, reinforces how really good it was. Like, it was good enough that it made me like it, and it's not usually a thing I like. <laughs> I'm a theater kid, and if they had put this on a stage, I would have been like, yes. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely... that's like how you, that's how I describe these kind of things. It's yeah. not something I see very often, but if I could see the entire thing done live, and it would be basically the same story, I yeah. love that. There's just yeah, something up, special right about until... watching it happen real time. Yeah, right up until uh, they sit down at the table, uh, like even through that moment where she's slowly realizing what he's about to say, and they sit down at the table and he starts talking about it, right up until the moment that she throws the hot water and the, the hot tea in his face, like that entire chunk of the movie could be a single stage scene completely unbroken and the only difference is instead of an occasional camera cut to a different angle you would just be sitting uh, at the same angle for the entire time watching it on stage yep and that's that's what i liked so much for and sure. then they just stopped doing it yeah <laughs> just and I, stopped I do, it <laughs> like i said i do have to wonder um if maybe this was a case of i don't want to suggest like somebody was was compelled by a producer or a production company somewhere to be like, hey, we really like this script, but maybe if you could add just a couple of these elements here to give it a little bit more of this flavor, then we'd be willing. Maybe it was more a matter of like somebody uh, or, or maybe they thought like I need to make these changes. I, I find myself wondering if this was initially uh, a less violent, less physical film, still the same basic idea. Uh, and those things just because, man, I, 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 there were so many parts of the development of the mystery in this that I was really hoping they were going to do more with that. Yeah. And uh, this was written and directed by Allison Starlock, who I went to check out. And she hasn't really done anything on a major scale for okay. like writing and directing. So I think maybe like, First I don't know stuff. if she... 
exactly so if she was influenced or if she thought like oh well i'm gonna have to add some action because people are gonna want that or whatever it might have been i know that she hasn't been in the game long enough to be like no this is my vision this is how i want it (laughs) unless this was but i mean like she could have yeah (laughs) yeah if you're if you're listening your character development writing is fucking fantastic uh doing that (laughs) do more of that yeah holy shit Please do a whole lot more of that. And again, uh, like write I said, scripts for JD and I, and we'll do some <laughs> character development for you. We'll just yeah. hang out and be like, hey, JD, I got a really bad secret to tell you. <laughs> when I was in the first grade, I wet my pants because the oh. teacher wouldn't let me get up and go to the bathroom because it was a spelling quiz. Here's what my apology. <laughs> I know. <laughs> True story. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I I uh I think uh, as we said though definitely we both think uh I I don't think you're going to regret watching this movie. I just feel like it could have been more than it was. So definitely uh it, on the positive side uh, d- uh check it out and and see what you think. Uh I did have to laugh because one of the negative reviews I came across was like Ugh, just more me too stuff <laughs> and oh, i'm like Jesus. you can't just classify everything that discusses sexual assault as me too because this was her uncle forcing it like that wasn't even a thing that was like highly included right. in the me too movement like what yeah. are you just all sexual assault if it involves a girl or woman going forward oh me too stuff it's like well I would say at the end of the day, Michelle, that I actually do support people uh, expressing opinions like that uh, on account of uh, it shows me who the complete fucking dumbasses are. And I know who to either avoid or aggressively shame and and assault verbally. So, yeah. uh, And as a woman, uh, I have been upset about the oversaturation of the market sometimes when it comes mm -hmm. to like being able to profit off of what that movement was about. But this was not one of those cases. Are you kidding me? Right. I just I had to bring it up because I'm like, it's not what? What? (laughs) Yeah. Regardless of uh, regardless of of what you thought of those movies, uh, this is not Watcher. Right. This is not uh, this is not lucky. This is this is a very different film. Exactly. Not everything is... <laughs> about sexual assault is that sort of film. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just it it just like it was such a dense comment and it made me laugh because I was like, this isn't this does not even fall under that umbrella. Right. right. Uh, okay. I had I just yeah. had to mention it because that one I I just laughed, but like For in sure. a sad way. <laughs> God, yeah. Just what yeah. fucking people. Um, yeah. So check out uh, check out the apology uh, just in time for Christmas. Uh, what do we got coming up? <laughs> I know what we got coming up, but I want you to say it, Michelle. What is it? All the moons. <laughs> oh, well. I threw you. I threw threw you for a loop. Threw you so through yes, a loop. Where do I throw you? Where's the for, loop? for a loop? For a loop. Okay, yeah. I threw you for the satisfaction of this loop. Yeah. I threw you so for a loop. technically, okay. you are correct. The next episode we will release is one of our bonus episodes about the few movies from early in the year <laughs> that we didn't record uh, soon enough uh, called mm-hmm. All the Moons. But, Michelle, what's the next new drop that we're talking about just in time for Christmas? It is going to be a Scare Package 2 Rad Chat Revenge. Yes. Oh, I man. Rad Chat's so... back and he's got revenge. I get uh... very scared when there's a movie I know something about and I am excited about it because right. they there's disappoint some me so there, much. But... 
please. I try not to get excited about things. This is why I don't read things and I don't look at trailers because I just, I can't handle it. I'm like a puppy when my owner comes home and then my owner just turns around and leaves. And that's what the bad movie does to me. And I'm like, but I waited all this time and now yeah. I'm just sad again. Yeah, so we're we're both very excited but very anxious about uh, about <sighs> Scare Package Two: Rad Chad's Revenge. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's been a decent year for anthologies. Uh, VHS ninety, which one is Nine. the new one? Ninety nine. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. uh, had some good stuff in it. Uh, 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 the one from the Deadstream people, whose name I can't remember now. What was the one they did in in VHS? The Winters. Uh, no, the, the, the name Winters. of their short. Oh. Oh, they're short. God, why? I don't know. Go listen know. to that episode. Something if you about going go to hell. Look it up anyway, on Wikipedia. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's all, so, uh, yeah, uh, anthology horror just in time for Christmas. I probably said that a zillion times. Michelle, we still mm-hmm. haven't figured out how to end an episode. Plug the social media for these people, huh? Okay, we are at We Watch Shutter on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for now. But JD's just tweeting at Elon trying to get oh, us yeah. banned. Well, El- <laughs> so that might not be around. You know, Elon Musk made this dumb statement about how uh, people, he was talking about those guys who are like posting the real time coordinates of his flight log or whatever, which, by the way, is perfectly publicly accessible information and as long as you know how to get it it's whatever but uh uh he was like they're they're doxing my exact location and he referred to them as assassination coordinates and all i could say is oh how cute elon musk thinks he's worth assassinating uh (laughs) it's uh well, if our Twitter but, uh, goes down, or whatever, we've got fifty followers. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's why us. it's not gonna go down because we. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, how cute! Guy. We think Elon cares about our tweets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are also on Twik Twik Talk. Dear God, we are also on TikTok, and TikTok. I have been working on some stuff, but I don't want to release it until I can start regularly putting out content, so I'm just kind of banking on some stuff. Uh, we also have our website, wewatchshutter.com, which has a blog, and based on a discussion that JD and I had before this show started, I think that we, or before today's episode started, I think we're going to we, have a blog pretty we soon. Might have I've got to blog some ideas. About. And Let, you got the Squelch Files. To blog about. <laughs> blog about. Um, <laughs> we, we also have the Squelch Files, which took me an entire weekend to get started. And then last weekend, yeah. I took a break from them. And I was watching a movie with a friend. And I oh had to God. freak the fuck out and make a note of timestamps. Because in the two movies we watched, there were five squelching subtitles. So oh, I am just Lord. not a fun person to hang out with anymore. Even when I'm chilling, we all just pointed at the screaming and yelled, Squelching! 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 Squelching. It will be our legacy, the squelch. Michelle, uh, I just could, uh, I don't know how we haven't mentioned this yet, uh, but Mm -hmm. do you remember what else is happening next Thursday, the 22nd, besides the release of Scare Package 2 Rad Chad's Revenge? We got some wrestling. I saw it on my calendar earlier and I did double take because I did not believe we were that far into the I know, right? That's why I was like, clearly I wrote it down wrong. Oh, wait. We have. We're sponsoring Time Bomb Pro Wrestling again, guys. Third event in a row at Sanctuary Mm -hmm. Events Center here in Fargo. Because we did not start this 
podcast to make money. I have more merch and I have a table runner now. Basically every paycheck. I'm like, how much of this do I need to survive? And how much can I put it into this fun side project? This is enough to eat. Let's buy a table runner. I want to I make sure everybody understands that. I, I have no problem admitting that most of the cool things we have for this podcast are things that Michelle paid for, but at no point whatsoever did I ask her to pay for any of these no, things. She God, no. She is a crazy person. I just, <laughs> I, I love to do it. job I love it. fairs. It's awesome. I was in HR, so I know all the little doodads that people like right. to get at these things. So. Sooner or later, we'll launch yeah. a Patreon and find out how much these people really enjoy us. $2. $2. And I will send you pictures of my feet. Oh, wow. Right for here. only $2? Michelle, I promise you, you can do better than $2 for pictures uh, of your have feet. Have you seen my feet? I got really Have you seen the internet? Like that, that's true. The little toes with basically no toenail might be a huge selling point for our only <sighs> shutter. So last, uh, <laughs> last time we uh, started talking about Boris Karloff and somehow ended up talking about Death Stranding. This time we started talking about the apology and we ended up talking about selling pictures of Michelle's feet. We should I probably I got to make that money back here. for the table runner somehow. <laughs> somehow enough. I got to make my money back. <laughs> I believe uh ringside if you are in the Fargo Moorhead area, ringside seats for that event are sold out. VIP tables are sold out, but there are still general admission seats available. Uh you can uh, buy those online. I believe it's just timebombpro.com. Uh, Eric's going to hate me if I got that wrong. Otherwise, there will maybe be a few available at the door, and we would love to see you there. Uh, anything yeah, else we need to mention, Michelle? No, I'm just excited for wrestling, but mad that we're that far into December. I haven't done I all know. of my Christmas shopping yet. I, I have know. feelings. Yep. I know. Say goodnight, Michelle. Good night, Michelle.